listen, sometimes things have to be said. Mm-hmm. Line needs to be drawn. Mm-hmm. Tradition needs to be rewritten. Okay. Maybe it's just me, mm-hmm. but women need to normalize viewing the toilet seat being left up as a sign that the toilet seat is clean Thank and has not you. been peed on Listen. or splashback. I have to put the splashback out there. Right. Let me explain this to you. Right. <laughs> Most of the time when there is a wetness on the toilet seat, this is not because your man pissed on the toilet. Right. The reason why, if you've ever nagged him about pissing on the toilet seat, that he erupted the way he did mm. is because you had the audacity to believe that he don't know how to aim it. So fucking dick. Okay. <laughs> I'm KJ Bryant, and it's not just me. The following program is for adult audiences only. Recently, I just found out that driving the boat was not a sex thing. I don't, I don't know. The cake on the dick. I'm, I'm thinking he was talking about the cake, I guess. It's not just me. Yes, sir. Yeah. Turn me up, DJ. We the best yes, sir. Yeah. Welcome to It's Not Just Me podcast, hosted by KJ and Chill. Let's go. Of course, I had to get a text message. <laughs> And we back. Hey, this Happy my Memorial right Day. I'll be, right, I'll be ready to fuck the city up when it's come out. Let's go. Let's get it. I give up 40, 50,000 cash and start up a business. I spend 
that shit at the dentist. I'd rather fucking pay up a rent for you just to get out of her feelings. I'm in the Lambo truck in my hood, nobody gon' tell me shit. Going to Cali, I pick my weed for sure, nobody gon' mail me shit. Dice game, crap's a CLO, I need cash, don't sell me shit. Baby got his hood, I'm smashing, you can tell they really wish. Drop the low, ain't no room right now, I took her to the O. Then I put up on the lamp, cause she a fan of Booney Mo. I got the city on lock, fucking up all the ops. I'll be around with three million dollars in jewelry, I'm standing on all the blocks. This a anthem, mm -hmm. dropping the six in the phantom, mm -hmm. Black road truck with the always seems to remind me, I'm sitting on Panda, mm -hmm. I love my cousin, she was a dancer. I love my brother, he was a scammer. Sit on my lap, cause I'm pulling her tracks, and I fuck on the back, and she calling me handsome. You been burned. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I was, by, I was in the mood. I was oh, about hey, to hey, I was hey, keep going. Hey, Turn up on the bitch every chance that I get. Uh -huh. You feel me? Yes, sir. <laughs> and we back. And we back. Yes, man. All right, so. We been so busy, motherfucker. <laughs> being, being GMs and shit. Uh -huh. I ain't going to lie, y'all. I, I, I got lost in GM world, <laughs> now, now I got real with it. Design, design some jerseys. Jerseys. Some did streetwear collabos. I got the off-white with the... Um, Nike and the Supreme collabos on the new yeah. Knicks jerseys. Then you know I had to get the marathon continues. You look, me Crenshaw. Y'all know I'm a graphic designer. So right. now that I done figured out how to do this shit, I'm in fucking Photoshop and Canva, show enough designing motherfucking logos and shit, finding clips and shit to get. Hey, listen, we done took it to a whole another level. We done. <clears throat> started like three or four franchises and yeah it goes on but how you doing today brother yeah i'm good i'm yeah. good you know what yeah. i'm saying on this nice memorial, memorial day. day yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sound like the city girls when they say period, I know, period. yeah 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 <laughs> We got we got to come up with some synchronized shit, uh -huh. comma. Ain't a period, comma. Hey, hold on a second. I'm thinking of my rebuttal. Nigga, I get, have I have much to say. Fuck it. What they call the dot dot dots again? Uh -huh. Ellipses. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, what we got first, man? That is definitely the name of that episode. Dot 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 or ellipses. <laughs> <laughs> Ellipses. Um, all right, so ad libs. Of course, I asked Trey a bunch of words earlier. He doesn't know. I don't know what the story of these words are going to. So last week, Trey quit his job. This week, um, I didn't really quit my job, guys. Yeah. All right, yeah, <laughs> it was, it's the it's yeah. the ad libs story. Yeah. Um, this week. <laughs> He is you might pitch. have some listeners right. come up to me later, like, <laughs> like yo, you quit your job, yo. Like, <laughs> no, I know everything is going well with uh -huh. me. All right, no, all I right. didn't quit my job. All right. So this week, um, we're pitching a movie. You know what I'm saying? To the movie peoples, I guess. You know what I'm saying? The okay. executives over at Paramount. You know what I'm saying? Michael Bay is out. Trey Bay is in. <laughs> Trey oh, Bay. <laughs> Trey Bay. Trey Bay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. All right, so here's the movie. Untitled movie. We don't have a title for this movie yet. Okay. If you guys come up with one, tweet it. You know what I'm saying? Send it to DM and Instagram. By the end, I'm going to think of a title. All right, ready? Yeah. Daryl is a normal stockbroker. Then one day, a toothbrush explodes, 
causing a cashier to blow up and a nearby remote control erupts into a circle of flames. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Dale realizes that he's being chased by the government who's secretly trying to twerk him. Oh, shit. <laughs> that damn twerking government, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> While on the run, he teams up with an incredibly conniving woman named Aisha. <laughs> Aisha. Who has, wait, wait for it, an incredible dick. Oh, shit. <laughs> Daryl done got himself in some shit. All right, recap. Daryl's a normal stockbroker. Okay. One day a toothbrush <laughs> explodes, causing a cashier to blow up, and a nearby remote control erupts into a circle of flames. Daryl realizes that he's being chased by the government who's secretly trying to twerk him. While on the run, he teams up with an incredibly conniving woman named Aisha, <laughs> who has an incredible dick. <laughs> she may be from the streets, but she can slurp like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> this just turned incredibly wrong. All right. The duo decide to turn the tables on their pursuers by blowing up an olive garden with state-of-the-art breadsticks, which triggers a chain reaction, causing the local KFC and Mount Rushmore to explode. <laughs> then the bad guy's helicopter gets fucked up by slapping it with a piece of briefcase right before the ashtray explodes, <laughs> which shoots a fireball straight into the heart of the boss and destroys the bad guy leader. Everything is dirty, and the two decide that such a nasty ordeal has caused them to feel quite has caused them to feel quite fucked up with each other. <laughs> they decide to celebrate by fucking to L.A. Oh, shit. And they managed to use a comb <laughs> from the beginning of the movie to choke on the whole story together. Oh, shit. I the don't know end. what the fuck was going on in that shit. I was turned off as soon as I heard Aisha had an incredible <laughs> dick. I, I Maybe was, she had a great private eye. You know, a private detective? No, we, not are, we are not going into these dick jokes, okay? <laughs> No. You try to hit me with the Dick Tracy <laughs> private eye. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe that. No. She had a private dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not the dick. <laughs> you said the dick. <laughs> That's the way you put your movie uh your movie announcer on, your movie announcer voice. You said it, the dick. Because I had to, because it's less cringy. <laughs> Then to have to hear myself on microphone later when I'm listening to this episode back and I'm just having all types of dicks. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just, it'll be less cringy if I hear myself say the dick instead of like dick. Dick, dick, dick. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear that later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got the name of the movie. <laughs> What's it called? Remote Uncontrol. Remote Uncontrol. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, y'all. That is the ad libs. You know what I'm saying? Next week, I don't know what it's going to be, but right. it's going to be the same format. Um, Eventually, we're going to get you guys involved in it. So people who want to do ad lib, all you got to do is just hit me up. Right. And then I'll ask you a list of words and then I'll shout you out. I'll call you in, whatever. But until then, 
It's going to be Trey, okay? <laughs> All right. Um, the tweet is watching. Okay. All right. Hashtag Pusha T was trending. I was curious as to why. I said, right. damn, maybe Pusha T got some new music out. No. And it wasn't. Pusha T was trending after Drake <clears throat> brought out his son Adonis when he won Artist of the Decade at the Billboard Music Awards. And okay. these are what people had to say. Drew at Drew42690. He got that accidentally. What, 26? Uh, Drew 420. I mean, unless he really wanted to be Drew 420 and there was too many Drew 420s, he didn't just put the 420 in there on purpose. Right. Okay. But Drew said, anytime Drake and his son go viral, so does Pusha T. This is what winning a rap beef looks like in the modern era. Hmm. Uh, Leah at I am Leah J says, folks saying Pusha T bullied Drake into being a dad. But looking at how Adonis was clinging to him, I think he only bullied him into telling the world he had a son. Just my opinion. Okay. All right. Terrell Mallory at Twin Diesel said, The Pusha T tweets are funny, but seeing Drake accept Artist of the Decade with his son up there and not knowing where Pusha T is right now, nor does it matter, shows who really won, in quotations. Yeah. You got to salute this man. He really can't lose. Nah, Drake, Drake can never lose. Um, because he already has this stigmatization of being a light skin. So anything he does that's light skin is already explained. So when he does something incredible, it's like, oh shit, this nigga still winning? Right. <laughs> Even being light skin. <laughs> this nigga still going. But now, nah, shout outs to Drake, artist of the decade. Um, I am very happy to have witnessed his career in the entirety. You know what I'm saying? Some generation, some kids might not be, it's sad to say, but old enough to remember the beginning. I remember Replacement Girl on 106 and Park. Right, You right, know what I'm saying? Right. That was one of my favorite songs when it came out with him and Trey Songs because I was a big Trey Songs fan back then. Fun fact. Just because both our names is Trey. But, yeah, Replacement Girl I remember girl one Drake. of my homeboys... He wanted, like, because, you know, I always <clears throat> been able to download the music or, like, you know what I'm saying, da, da, da. So, right. like, so I was making, like, mixed CDs at this point in time, right? Uh-huh. But I would do remixes of certain songs, right? And then I would burn my version of it on the CD along with them, you know, and sell them at the gas stations or, like, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Right. But anyway, somebody wanted me to make them on a CD and find them some music. Mm -hmm. They's like, can you find whatever? I'm like, yeah. So they had me look for this dude named Drake. Mm -hmm. At this point in time, this was like before Drake was a thing. This was before it was even like, this was like probably like, it, it's almost like it was the, it was during the time period knowing what happened later mm -hmm. that Wayne was just hearing about Drake. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, like, it, I, I remember it. It being a weird period from knowing, all right, the replacement, the Drake from replacement is the same as Drake from Degrassi, which is the same Drake that Wayne signed. Mm -hmm. I, I remember I was 11th or 12th grade when this, when this was going on. And I remember like people saying like, you know, this is, he had a show in Degrassi and that at the time I was watching Degrassi, but not knowing you feel me is motherfucking, uh, what's his name on the show? Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Not knowing this is Jimmy rapping. 
I'm like, oh shit. And it was kind of weird because you was like, I was in a, like, this nigga ain't gonna make it. <laughs> At the time, we got the hardest Atlanta niggas out. You get what I'm saying? Right, right, <laughs> like, right, right. We got Gucci out there. We got, uh, who the fuck, Wayne. You feel me? Like, everybody was hard. And it's just like, you got this light skinned nigga coming in here. And he and came now, through and, yeah. He is now <laughs> the artist of the decade. Of the the I don't decade. remember in my lifetime anybody of our culture winning this award if i'm not mistaken and that's crazy yeah that yeah that's crazy i don't i don't remember like like and it's crazy because there's a lot of people that had runs right right that's what i'm trying to say the dominance of this run right is just crazy right but um greg mac daddy he ended it off after a couple other people tweeted about like Story added on. We didn't give a fuck about that. People comparing Sitch, uh, Snitch Nine to this situation. And, uh, he, that, that was whack. But this is an interesting one. Um, uh-huh. um, Greg, I can't say his last name, but it's Greg MacDaddy, mm-hmm. said, It's funny because J. Cole has a wife and a child that he never even shown pics of. Same with Kendrick. But Drake's life must be a reality show for you gossiping niggas. You all want juicy gossip. <clears throat> no, the difference is... yeah. These guys have wives. Drake don't have a wife. Drake is certified lover boy. Right. And got caught up in a trick bag yeah. by a European porn star. Yeah. So, of course, the story is way more juicier, especially having a child that you don't know. He didn't know it was his at the time. And he's trying to keep from public eye. I don't think Kendrick or Cole is like, they might be trying to keep from the public eye, but for their spouse safety type of thing. You feel me? Not right. because uh uncertainties, if that makes sense. Plus what people are failing to realize <clears throat> is that there is still a super cool bar worthy response like addressing this situation without going on the attack mode, but addressing it in only a Drake way that is still going to happen on this album that's coming up. They're like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. like, 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 he's going to speak about this in the right way. You know what I'm saying? The way that benefits him the most. So, fuck it. Like, shout outs to Drake. Yeah. Um, Project X was motherfucking um, trending. And li- and this is how I be looking at the, um, finding out these trend topics. So, mm-hmm. when I get to work, it's funny, because this is what I do. When I, when I get to my office, <laughs> after I make my coffee, you know what I'm saying, I get my report started, you know what I'm saying, I start setting up some shit for people. Once I get the ball rolling, I open up a bunch of Twitter windows, go look at what's trending. So, when I see Project X trending, I'm thinking, oh, they got another movie about to come out. Right. No. Somebody did... Project X. Um, so the headline said, a large gathering over the weekend in Huntington Beach sparked by a team's, tic- a team's TikTok invite reminds some of the 2012 film. Um, the police arrested 149 people. Um, the festivities were declared an unlawful assembly. There were fireworks. There was DJs. There was partying. Um we don't know what else was going on allegedly, but um, some people said um, the hood interpreter said, nice to see they arrested more people at a festival than during the January 6th riot at the Capitol. <laughs> mm. <laughs> valid point, hood interpreter. <laughs> Very valid point there. 
um, sir or ma'am. I'm not sure. <laughs> Bitches love Sosa said some nigga named Adrian made a general invitation to a kickback on TikTok that unfortunately went viral, and literally over a thousand kids showed up to his house with ten cop cars and a helicopter. Then someone said, "Wait!" And people flew to LA for this kickback. It just gets better. And Fernanda Lopez. Now I went and clicked on Fernanda's picture. Oh. She is all right. And she says, I want to know who Adrian is. This man created a whole Project X through a damn app. Now, you know that the fact that she referred to it as a damn app, you know what type she is. Right. You know, you, you, you know what kind she is. That I'm just pointing this out for Adrian. Right. Because Adrian may not know the lingo. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm telling you, Adrian, go hit Fernanda Lopez up. You know what I'm saying? Interested in finding out who you are. Um, now I get to t- 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 going through Twitter some more, <laughs> get to going through Twitter some more. And, you know, every once in a while I get a little trolly, but only when I feel provoked or I, I or not even provoked. It's entertaining to me uh-huh. when I read certain stupidities that I'm willing to accept as being not so stupid, but only if you can explain to me why. Usually it's a why question with me. I like healthy dialogue. But what I don't like and what I will not tolerate mm-hmm. is Summer Walker slander. <laughs> Why not? What happened? There will not. There just won't be any Summer Walker slander. Uh, I love Summer Walker. Yeah, I, I think too. she's amazing. You nah, know what I'm saying? Is. Is. But Summer Walker it was facing some criticism over yeah. her parenting skills hey. after a picture point out. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Um, pointing out some concerns over her baby's size. Now, no. I saw the picture, and I didn't think there was anything wrong with this picture. I've seen babies that look just like that. And the angles and all that shit, looking from the picture. Listen, I've seen a girl in a picture on Instagram who ass did not look the same as it did in real life. Whether bad, good, or indifferent, I'm just saying that no. angles are a thing. <clears throat> angles are a thing. So if angles are a thing with that, then... See, but the thing is, right... People post pictures, right? And from mm-hmm. posting a picture, you allow other people to form whatever opinions or thoughts they may have about your picture, right? So by her posting this picture, she tried to block out the face and the stuff you said. But they people are going to find something. And they found what they was looking for. that's all they needed you feel me that's all they needed you give them a mile i mean you give them an inch they take a mile so yeah i don't think she's in no way putting her child in harm's way or anything of the sort so i wouldn't put a kid in controversial topics you get what i'm saying like right i think uh uh uh, kids and grandmothers is automatically like expelled from all bullshit topics (laughs) like don't talk about a nigga grandmother and don't talk about a nigga kid you feel me like that's that's and and that's why i fuck with you because see trey trey was raised with a certain with a certain older school right hood, hood <laughs> values right you know what i'm saying like right. like like you know what I'm saying like older school regular you know what i'm saying regular you know what i'm saying wholesome black family values 
<clears throat> but there's certain hood values that are there, right. and we need that balance. Right. Because we, Twitter... After our generation, there's no OGs in the game. You feel me? Yeah. And, and my OGs taught me very well. They yeah. didn't cho- turn the other cheek. No, no. They not, chose not jokes. Twitter, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter chose jokes, okay? <laughs> and I love Summer, but they chose jokes. Yeah. So, at Benny Randy said, <clears throat> am I the only one who didn't know Summer Walker was pregnant? With the loud crying face emoji. Um, that NJ201E said, Summer, <laughs> damn. Summer Walker is an example of why you need to wear a condom. <laughs> oh, shit. Why they say that? I don't know. Summer Walker looks good. I, I, I love her. Um, LaShonda Walker, Majestic Beauty 5 said, Not Summer Walker feeding her baby hemp seeds and tree bark. Shove a titty in that mouth, girl. What the fuck? Vegans, too goddamn much. Um, TB Blackheart Not y'all know. like acting like people have have to have kids to know it's wrong for Summer Walker to cheat her ch- to feed her child raindrops and leaves. Oh, <laughs> damn, that's fucked up. Summer Walker standing outside in the hood with her bra and panties on, holding that baby like it's a grocery bag is not something I was expecting to see today. That was from Teacup Without a Handle at. Julian Tichisha or some shit. <laughs> I'll um, tell you what, though. Going back off of the whole Drake situation, this is why celebrities of high status <clears throat> don't care to share their kids with the world or yeah. try to keep them as covered as possible because people are ruthless and they will try to irritate you or get on that side of you any way they can especially if you somebody of value and of status right because everything is about clout you know what i'm saying everybody want the clout everybody want to be seen be heard and everything so yeah i understand i made sure i was seen and heard on the subject (laughs) i I mean i said i don't even i'm not even gonna pull twitter up but i said something along the lines of how y'all know that y'all parents fed y'all peanut butter out of a metal can, cheese right. product that didn't melt in the microwave, right? And luncheon loaf, you know what I'm saying? Luncheon loaf. And you got the nerve to be talking about what the fuck Summer Walker feeding her baby, you know what I'm saying? But rain, like these kids, no, these kids just... grew up off of Murray's. Listen, we ate Murray's. I'm not saying nothing bad about my parents or anything like that, but we ate Murray's and oodles and noodles. I'm just saying that there might be a healthier alternative that I'm not 100% sure of because I don't live a vegan lifestyle. But I did do a little bit of research, and it said that But But we ain't get to the Murray's and the peanut butter until we was about four, five. When we was a baby, we was drinking. We, we was drinking similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was feeding formula. <laughs> <laughs> and what she's saying is she doesn't want to feed her baby formula. Right. But she also doesn't want to breastfeed. You shouldn't so want to feed her leaves and rain drops in the Lord, please forgive me. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Anyway, that's your child, ma'am. You are. Please, I mean, I don't know. You can do what you want. That's All your right. child. I don't have no judgment on what people do with their child. Some people smoke around their child. Some people don't. Right. I don't. You feel me? I am not to judge. I am not the perfect parent, and I don't. I can't tell you what to do and what not to do with your child. But shout out Summer Walker. So DJ First Class started some shit. 
on um, when Aaliyah started trending after the 27th year anniversary of her debut album, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, mm-hmm. and it sparked this Aaliyah and Beyonce debate. Because at one, DJ First Class <clears throat> says, do y'all think Beyonce would be as big as she is today if Aaliyah was still alive? Now, no. in his defense, he says, first, I'd like to say, this is just a simple yes or no, and why, for research purposes. If you go on answer, answer, save the extra shit. Now, I like the disclaimer, because I'm a slick nigga like that, too. Mm. Yeah, the disclaimer. DJ First Class, you knew what this was going to set off. Yeah. You have a big enough following to know that enough people were going to get mixy with this. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was right. going to draw a line in the sand, and... There's no good answer. This ends with uh, with arguments. This this is definitely uh I guess a touchy topic because they did cross paths in their careers uh quite a bit when they was younger, and I compare this to not not per se, but this is almost like a limb bias and Michael Jordan conversation. Mm-hmm. Nobody you you. Jordan wasn't Jordan at that point. I think Lim Bias was coming in at like 87, 88, something like that, around those years. Or it may have been the next year after Jordan, 85. I don't know. But he wasn't Jordan yet. Mm-hmm. So him having to share that spotlight with somebody who's just as equal, you feel me, could only split at least, if it's 100,000 fans, you feel me, now you have to split those 100,000 fans down the middle. Because now you have a equal counterpart. Right. So back in the day, it was a equal. Beyonce wasn't Beyonce yet. She was still Destiny's Child's Beyonce. But Aaliyah was, at that point in time, the forefront. And right. hip-hop and R&B's princess. You feel me? No doubt about it. Like, no <laughs> doubt no about doubt. it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> All right, and, so and, and after her tragic passing, Beyonce took the right steps to become Queen B. You understand what I'm saying? Like, all right, so Leah was the princess. Cisa, Baddie Titan uh-huh. mentioned Destiny's Child um, when she said, "If Destiny's Child was outselling, outcharting, and winning more awards than Aaliyah when she was alive." What made you think she would have stopped solo Beyonce? The logic makes no sense considering nothing about their solo work is similar. They would have both been fine. But but they was in different pockets. Right. Be, uh, Destiny's Child was more of pop culture, pop hits and and all of that. Aaliyah was the culture. Our culture, you know, at that point in time. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. Don't say uh uh what, what was the song? No scrubs and no, 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 and all they had certain songs that was, I guess, is staples in our uh, community as far as. I know. just thought of something. Uh-huh. You know what? You just you just nailed it. I think that if Aaliyah was still alive, because I had a take that I was gonna make, so I'm gonna say my point I had before. Second, okay. My first point. My my first point is the point that came off of what you said. Uh huh. I think that Beyonce would have been a bigger pop star and she would have had to lean more in that pop star, pop star direction right. because all the big rap features 
would have gravitated towards Aaliyah because she would have been the for the culture right. one. She, exactly. she, you know what I'm saying? But look, who's to say Beyonce goes solo? I mean, eventually it, it would have happened, right. but who's to say it happened as soon? As soon, right. You know what I'm saying? Because if Aaliyah got the market wrapped up and now they the biggest pop group out there, why why switch it up? You feel me at that point? Right. You feel me? You might do features or something on the side or she might pull out a, a, a solo project, but who's to say... 20 years now, uh, 20 years later, now that we in 2021, Destiny Child's still not, uh, what's the, uh, the Supremes or right. one of those type of groups. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Like, and then my second point I'm going to make was okay. my first original point was that I think, all right, so mind you, Beyonce, if she puts out something today, right now, mm. the earth will stop. Mm-hmm. I'll start getting alerts from different things that I'm subscribed to. People will start talking about it. It will take over all of the internet, all of media, the airwaves and everything. So when I use the term relevancy, I do not mean that. Right, right, right. Now, I think Aaliyah would be more actively relevant right now in this era still Versus the way that Beyonce is actively relevant, if you know what I'm saying. Like, what, right. like for use Jay Z for instance. Right. Jay Z is a lot more active as a rapper now, still, than Beyonce is. Yes, Beyonce just did the Meg Thee Stallion remix and it was a hit record. If she does that with anyone tomorrow, it's going to do that. But Beyonce isn't very, very active right now. We still love Beyonce's music from before, but like, are we really expecting a Beyonce album anytime soon? If we get one, it'll be like a blessing that'll come out of nowhere, but there's been no talk about that. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, I think it's a lot of different factors you could factor in this argument. Yeah. Cause before you even get to that point, is there even a Jay-Z and Beyonce if Aaliyah is still alive? Ooh, yeah, we done got deep on this. Yeah, I'm saying you can go so far, so deep, because remember, Aaliyah was with Dane, and possibly, what if that would have gave Dane more power than what he had before Rockefeller ended? Okay. You get what I'm saying? Now, Dame and Jay still friends. Rockefeller, Rock Nation, you know, for me, ain't no Rock Nation. Jay still out there, big pimping and fucking hoes. And now he's a, you for me, he might be the one of the biggest rappers, but he might not be the mogul, Jay Z now. That's with Beyonce. That's worth however million billions they yeah. worth. Oh, we just went down an alternate universe. Listen, this could go so deep. But that was a good question. That's an argument that just me and you alone could probably sit here and analyze and yeah. on both sides of the argument and just depict it. You feel me? All right. So I put myself out there um to end this this um this tweet is watching. And um there was there was remember I talked about the artist Mona Leo last week. 
and her new single that's heating up called Beating Down Your Block, right? Mm-hmm. And the Twitter girls love this shit. I guess a bunch of them who happen to, I follow them or they follow me, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's probably how I saw the shit to start with, you know what I'm saying? Right. So Mona Leo says, nowhere in Beating Down Your Block did I say it was okay to propose to a man. Tighten up, ladies. We supposed to be outside this summer. Mm-hmm. So I just simply <clears throat> asked, why isn't it though? And this one person named um, Professional Professional at R.D. Hassan said, We outside with periods like in all capitals. So I know she was clapping her hands at me like, We outside. So then it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh So I was like, LOL, it's a bunch of y'all who are going to follow this thought process until you outside forever. You know what I'm saying? So she says, and if we are, it's because we choose to be. And if you're outside by choice and not circumstance, well, hell, ain't nothing wrong with that. So then someone else named Golden Avenue decides to come in and say, ignore this Dusty that sits online all day going back and forth with women he doesn't know (laughs) and that he wants to propose to him. He wants to rest in his femininity. (laughs) Not worth it. So I'm like, all right, Uh we got one. I'm like, okay. And here it is. Just because I have an opinion different than yours, you assume that you know me. I don't sit on the line all day, rarely argue with people in general, especially women, and I'm not dusty. Just believe love shouldn't have so many stipulations. She proceeded to tell me that I'm a weirdo. And I said, okay. <laughs> if I truly am a weirdo, by definition of my own weirdness, I'm okay with accepting that, but only if you can actually articulate why, without saying just because, or some version of I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. So what it all comes down to is I think that my message is getting lost in my messaging. Right. I do not want or desire a woman to propose to me. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is if she decided she wanted to, I would not want her to feel bad about it because the world said it was right. That is literally all I'm saying. We, we you know are saying? living in a world full of choices. Yes. So I want her to have the choice. Now, everybody, we are fighting for equality and equal rights for everybody and everything. So to not put anybody in a box, why isn't it okay? Not saying that I would want my lady to propose to me because that's no <laughs> but i'm just saying if a woman chose to do that why crucify her for it that's or why or why make it something wrong you know what i'm saying right. if that's the way they their love story goes then that's the way their love story goes everybody has their story you feel me? We and, and niggas ain't saying nothing if your nigga over there slapping the shit out you every <laughs> night. You feel me? But we outside. You, know? you feel me? You don't want nobody to say nothing about that. But you feel me? You gotta make your own choices. Yeah. I ain't saying that shit is right, but shit. If you are in that situation, I don't think you would put it out to the world, or you would want somebody to judge you being in that situation. So I mean, teachers on facts. Um, we gonna catch a burn notice and then we gonna come back, back into the show. This burn notice is a hot boy in future. Nobody special. Oh, it's not just me. Yes, sir. My my uh father in law, stepfather, whatever you wanna call him. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Future. Yeah, Metro. Yeah. TTG, big slime. I'm putting red diamonds on my bitch, big slime. Came out the field with the drip, big slime. Spent half a ticket on her trip, big slime. Paid a big price for that twat, big slime. Ain't loving no whole slime, my out, big slime. Have different flavor bitches at my house, big slime. She gon' take my dick out, put it right in her mouth. Just for fucking on, I give her the clock. If you stand for nothing, you fall for anything I'm on set, I love her, I told her anything No, you don't deserve a burger, not even a choker chain I break hearts, I'm a problem, you ain't gon' wanna fade Shawty pressure, but I would never run her way No, nobody's special, I feel all these girls the same That talking shit be extra, I thought you knew for what you came And if you don't, the next one, still gon' make me come the same I know I'm toxic, babe, I'm sorry I break your heart, go to the ER I break your heart, go to the ER I know I'm toxic, babe, I'm sorry. I break your heart, go to the ER. I break your heart, go to the ER. You've been burned. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I love it. This nigga Future don't even rap no more. He just put <laughs> together a compilation of toxic words. And, and it's a hit. It's a hit. Future, if you hear this, Step Pops, uh, Dad, uh, <laughs> nigga, you need to write a toxic Bible. <laughs> a toxic Bible. Toxic Bible. Yeah. Can't call it a Bible though. Why not? He gotta call it something else. Well, I mean, that would that would uh, that would that would go against the toxic toxicity of it. So I guess he can't call it the Bible. Or oh, the to- the toxic dictionary or I don't know. The source. I don't know. Toxorus. <laughs> <laughs> little toxic book. Yeah, little toxic book. That's it right there. Just a little pocket sized toxic book. Of toxic sayings, toxic <laughs> situations. <laughs> he got it all. I love it. All right. So Kanye West. Oh shit. Baby on the rebound. Um, rebound as a female. So, so Kanye, yeah, Kanye apparently is 
secretly, quote unquote, fucking around with this Russian supermodel named Irana Shake. Oh, um, she's that. Bradley Cooper's baby mama. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. He's an actor. I think I know you're talking. About. It was in um, you know, the the shooter movie where he was like the the sniper. You know what I'm saying? You, you know. I know you're talking about. And, and, and he was in the, the Hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Bradley talking. Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bradley Cooper's baby mama is fucking with Kanye. Bradley Cooper's baby mama is also a model that was in his Power video in 2010. And she was also a model for his um, Easy Fall Winter Collection. So he been fucking with her. Probably, maybe. So it's about to come out that Drake was fucking on Kim this whole time. <laughs> the secret's gonna come out Kim gonna release it I'm telling you You know she petty as shit But it's just crazy How Kanye go from Amber Rose To Kim To Ivana Humperlock <laughs> <laughs> He just going further and further That is her name forever Ivana Humperlock You know what I'm saying That is her name Hey, listen, I know that's bad. We should not be labeling a woman that way. I don't even know this woman, but it's just jokes. And I got that from uh, Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Austin Powers. She's like, my name is Ivana. Ivana and Humperlock. Oh. <laughs> With the little Russian, Russian accent. Yeah, that's her name, Ivana Humperlock. All right. All right, so... um. We had a couple couple projects came out over the past couple weeks. It didn't come out this past week, but I definitely want to um, shout them out. I got a chance to listen to the the Art Award Deluxe um, 600 Breezy joint. Okay. I had a couple new joints on there. Okay. Got a chance to check that out. Burner dropped off a project called Pauly Cicero. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Burner, um, shout out Burner. Yeah, yeah. And he definitely gives you that good weed smoking, you know what I'm saying? And mm. music, you know what I'm saying? Coy Ray was on there. Wiz was on there, of course. You know what I'm saying? Um, there are some joints on there I fucked with. So um, definitely want to fuck with um, Puff Puff Pass. You know what I'm saying? That's one to go listen to. Mm-hmm. Call Me is one to go listen to. Um, that's the one with Coy Ray on it. And um, that's a given. You know what I'm saying? That joint got Mozzie on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was this video. Of course, Vlad. Vlad gets everybody... To this nigga Vlad. Do ever say every anything. But this was one of those times where I wasn't mad that I caught a Vlad interview because I don't feel like that this was too nah, if, you, if if it popped up on your on your screen, you definitely clicked on it just to see what the fuck she was saying. <laughs> I definitely clicked on it too. So Vivica Fox was talking about fifty again. Yeah. And did fifty she still want that old thing back, of you know course. what I'm saying? So then, um, Cuban Link put, um, you know, you know, the Shade Room reposted it. Cuban Link, who's 50s girl now, who's like, you know, younger, mm-hmm. 20 years younger to be exact. Um, you know what I'm saying? She 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 did what what anybody would do. You know what I'm saying? She posted, oh, and like the little tiny violin and the heart face emoji and shit. Like you you know what that means? You know what I'm saying? She talks it. Uh huh. Yeah yeah yeah. So, you got bitches still loving you and shit. <laughs> Let me find out. The dick was that good, huh? Uh-huh. You was fucking a shot of Vivica, huh? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, also doing it for the gram or 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 not. Um, 
once again, SZA had another meltdown, and she she said that she hates her label so much. Um, now, this is coming after Good Days has dropped mm. out of the Hot 100, which is fucking ridiculous because mm-hmm. that record is fire. Mm-hmm. And the record that they have at the end of Good Days' video, um, I think it's called Shirt. That's what the, um, the internet has told me. The record's called Shirt, or is that the unofficial title that they're giving it? Right. Whatever. That, that joint needs to come out, too. You know what I'm saying? But you got it can't be TDE. It got to be the higher ups, the bigger powers. And that's what I think is happening. So um, basically, she once again comes out after she makes one of these rants and says, listen, do not keep adding punch and saying crazy shit to punch. Like punch is my manager. He's not like the label, you know what I'm saying? So she didn't say whether or not it was TDE or RCA, but RCA is definitely the label that she's under right now. I don't think TDE would suppress their artists in that way. I don't think RCA knows what to do with TDE as a label. Right. You get what I'm saying? It's a lot of uh, area-centric artists to where they might not uh, translate here on the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. somebody like J-Rock or we we listen to J-Rock. We heard J-Rock, but it might not be as many people on the East Coast to download a J-Rock album or you feel me? So I don't know. I don't think they know how to market that particular uh, label. But for SZA, I don't think you should have a problem with marketing her or you i mean they wouldn't because we already she, love yeah, SZA. yeah she already has her core group her yeah, core control fans. did it for her you know what i'm saying right. and i think or it could be a budget problem at rca too because rca is no longer like one of the big labels that that's got a bunch of artists and a big budget and all of that, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of artists that left RCA to go to Atlantic or Universal. Or yeah, you feel me? I just feel like it's been there's been too many of these false starts with SZA. Like maybe like a year ago, there was a record that came out. Then there was some talks of an EP. Then there was a frustrating tweet in an Instagram story. Right. Then everybody started. <laughs> and punch and Kendrick in them and saying, why are you guys doing this to SZA? And then she comes out defending them. Like, yo, it's not them. Chill out. Da, da, da. Because I'm we, just crazy. Like, she's taking it on herself. I'm just right. crazy. Then a year goes by. Then we get, you know, hit different. Hit different. Hit different. That right. joint came out. Then Good Days comes out. We think, I'm thinking as hearing it or listening to it, not realizing that in the streaming economy, I don't listen to like rotational like radio or program like so I listen to Good Days every fucking day at work. Yeah, I probably listen to that song multiple times. I got yeah, I got playlists. Yeah. So, unbeknownst to me, you know what I'm saying? I think that the record is getting a push, but apparently it wasn't. But but we got dig deeper because it's not like other artists are prospering off the label and she's not she's like a lone wolf that's right. not getting the proper due 
Kendrick is not even popping out or releasing things or you feel me prospering off of being TDE and RCA or whatever the case is. So I don't know if it. I don't think it's a, a TDE thing. I don't think it's a top dog and Kendrick situation. I don't think right. they have the power to push that green button to make everything go. If you think, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. Because even I don't know where uh, J Cole label is at. Uh, was it? Dream, what's his name? What's his name? Is label? Uh, Dreamville. Dreamville. And um, they're under Interscope. They're under Interscope, but well, see, they're Interscope, but J Cole is Rock Nation, so I really don't know how that whole situation is. I'm guessing that they're distributed through Interscope, right? But I'm saying either way, if even in doing, even if it's distribution, you still will have to have a budget, and some of these. Uh, uh, former big labels might not have as big as a, of a budget. We just went through a pandemic, technically. Right. And nobody technically was working. You feel me? Some artists managed to pull through during the pandemic. But if you didn't have sort of a little run going, going into the pandemic, then more than likely the label wasn't going to just pop you out during the pandemic. But think about it. it. I mean... Kaylani made it work, and she barely. And she, I mean, but I, yeah, but she pulled it off. I mean, she had multiple visuals that did well for singles that did well with one of the lead singles for the joint having to get changed in the in the ninth inning because Tori was on it. And, you know what I'm saying? But, and, um, yeah, true. But as a budget, how much did they lose and recuperate off of that situation? And yeah. being in a pandemic, remember artists can't that wasn't doing shows or nothing. You're right. And promotion was minimum. Uh, 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 uh pop ups or whatever signings or whatever that they do to go promote their single was minimal. Yeah. You feel me? So labels might have lost more money than they gained off of putting. I just think when you have an artist that's just different like that, like somebody like a Scissor, you should be doing everything in your power. To make sure that we are getting the project. But the culture of music is also changing. Right. To where good days it's, might it's have been. It's a single-based economy. Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? It's not a TikTok-y yeah. song. It's a real R&B to where our liking is, oh, this is reminders of regular R&B. That's why shirt needs to come out. Shirt, they can get away with that in the TikTok economy. Maybe. If they promote it right. Yeah. If they have the budget. If they could give TikTok some money and say, listen, we want to create a tick a challenge and we want y'all to be full fledged money. You know got yeah. money is involved. That's the real reason why Soldier Boy was chosen for the trailer uh for the um for the I said trailer. <laughs> for the, <laughs> for, the uh, for the versus versus trailer, you know what I'm saying? The versus right. trailer um battle with Bow Wow. That's the real reason why, because Soldier Boy is a King, triller fucking like King promoter. Yeah. Man. Come on. Listen. Making clap with right. nuts on TikTok. And I think we was the, I think we was one of the first ones to actually like witness that that uh challenge or whatever 
Because when we looked it up, it was only like one person that had did it at the time, right? Mm-hmm. It was an old white lady. Yep. And then you tried your hand at yep. it. I was, in this bitch. I was in this bitch. She make it clap, clap, clap. She make it clap. I was, I was in this bitch getting in, yo. You know what I'm saying? Listen, that's one of our drunk nights, man. Hey, we got a lot yo. of drunk nights. Hey, yo. This nigga finish got his, okay, his TikTok videos. Yeah, he got right in my TikTok bag, yo. I be but, at home making little TikToks. Listen, I be practicing too. I want to give Soldier Boy his flowers, man. Yeah. Because... I'm not going to lie. In New Jersey, at the age of 13, 14, maybe 15, I was a lone wolf and listening to Soldier Boy's music. Listen. I was a, uh, I don't, y'all bitch, y'all, uh, you, mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, Bathe and Nate. If you go on YouTube and look up All these songs, shit. I was listening to it when as he was doing it. Listen. I was so much into it that I was the nigga, and I don't give a fuck what anybody say because I can't deny it. It happened. You was if, a soldier boy. You was if a, that you was, song, <laughs> if Crank That came on, uh-huh. I bust out the dance anywhere. Yeah, anywhere <laughs> that joint come on, I will be. And don't let me be in the club turned up you on some turn, drink or something like that. Got- <laughs> I will you across <laughs> the whole room, like you. Look, he might not say you, but he might hit he hit the jug real quick. He hit the little jug. No, I'm saying the you every time. You I was I was um Yeah, because we was around the same age, me and Soldier around the same age. And YouTube just had came out and as he's making these videos and he was the first artist to rap over his own beats and put it out and make profit mm-hmm. for if I can't remember. Other than like Manny Fresh or something like that, but he did it independently with no labor label backing. (laughs) This nigga is Ewing over here as I'm talking, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, I want to give my flowers to Soldier Boy, man. He 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 was one of the he's a pioneer. He's a pioneer. Everybody that made it off of YouTube and found a way to to make their own shit go, he's one of the first to do it. So shout out to Soldier. Also, shout outs to this young man for a couple reasons. Uh-huh. Um, shout outs to Metro Mars, you know what I'm saying? Because Metro this young Mars. man did something that um, many don't get a chance to do. And um, he graduated from high school recently. Um, Metro Mars assigned quality control, mm. got a record um, that's called By Felicia, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That I guess did well. Um, so. He stunned when he was on stage. He went up there, um, got his diploma, and he threw out $10,000. And people started jumping out their seats and desperately trying to grab it. And they arrested this nigga Mm. at his own graduation for disorderly conduct. That's some fucking bullshit. Uh, They they trying to find a way to control the people. Whoever is responsible for this insane scene is getting locked up. And that's the only thing he could do. Charge him some money. It's disorderly conduct. He ain't going to get no real big trouble for it. Pay that fine. You just threw 10000 so pay that stack or so and move on, man. Mm-hmm. Get it expunged. It's not going to be on your record for long. All right. All right. And NBA Youngboy addressed the fans from um, a letter that he wrote from jail. Um, he said, um, I'll paraphrase, I have a hard time paying attention. I then give, and I've been 
I've been there for people without having nobody to be there for me, even with people I talk to now. If they wasn't waiting to receive or been given something already, they wouldn't be here. That's how it started. And he goes on to say, I'm a man before anything. I had to apologize to myself for not protecting my heart and allowing most of this to happen. I read letters from my supporters and find a joy. And yes, I said, that's right. My supporters, y'all are not fans. We scream F-A-N together. Fuck a nigga, LOL. But all jokes aside, I ain't got nothing against nobody. I don't want no problem neither. Just stop speaking on me when we don't concern each other. I really just want to be there with my daughter born. I want to be in the same house as her while she grow up. I never had that experience. Then he goes on to say, Jazz, I'm sorry, Mama. I promise I'm sorry for every time that I said something to another woman. For every time they ever gotten the chance to come around, I give you anything for you. Da, 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 da. Do anything to have you when it's all said and done. Um, what do you take from that? Um, I'm a big young boy fan. So this is not something out the ordinary. This is something he gets in these modes where he's extremely uh, apologetic because having been through a lot myself not necessarily what he's been through um but i could relate to these feelings and these emotions mm -hmm. and not even hearing this story or hearing this letter i recently did something similar to apologizing to the women in my life and sometimes you just start feeling like maybe you need to take responsibility for what you do you feel me it's done but you could try to be better you feel me and sitting there he, you feel me? He's probably going to have to do maybe two years. You feel me? And he's he's wrapping his mind around thinking. You feel me? He, he's maturing. He's becoming older. He understands that he has these kids out there. You feel me? He understands that in order to provide better for his kids, he has to be better himself. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a letter of acknowledging him becoming a better man and a mature, more mature. Yeah, so. I, I couldn't have said that any better. Um, I think yeah, I I I liked hearing that. Not that it's not one of those situations where I would I want him to be in the position he's in right now, which I'm sure at least inspired the thoughts that he's having right now and right. the feelings that he's trying to express in there. But for me, it's one of those things where at least out of the situation, I feel as though that when he comes out on the other side of this, he will become what I believe he can become. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I like his music. I there's things about him that I like. You're a, you're a fan. You you like yeah. him. You 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 turn me on to him more. more you know right. what I'm saying? For me, I got a whole playlist. I wasn't, <laughs> right. I wasn't convinced all the way yet, right? Right, right, right. Because <clears throat> this is the corner that I think he's turning, mm -hmm. where I become the 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 fan. Because right. I'm a different type of fan, right, right, to, right, right, to right. attract. You see what I'm saying? No, nah, nah, because to me, I'm a fan. Because, like I said, I could relate to certain emotions that he expressed. Right. So when I hear these songs and he expressed these emotions, to me. Can't nobody, maybe Little Dirk recently, you feel me, I started listening to him more, but can't nobody really express certain emotions like he does for me, you know what I'm saying? But this, I think, is going to allow him to start making music, you feel me, in a sense of uh, uh, 
not so much centric around his feelings and his emotions. You feel me? Just good sounding music. Right. You feel me? With he he could talk he could talk the money stuff. He could do, you feel me, a lot of what these rappers do. He could rap. You feel right. me? I he, think he's gonna be I think he's I think he's in a situation where right now like I just heard little phrases in there like I don't want no problems with nobody, just don't speak on me, da da da. And with that being said, I, this I would not be considered speaking on him. I'm I, I'm not speaking on him right now. Uh-huh. I'm what I'm saying is that there's things in there that I read that feel to me like he has peeped the moves and he sees what he needs to do. Right. There are certain people who were around before who will not be around later. Now, I don't know what that means for him on the other side of things outside of music. All the street things that are going on, I have no knowledge of that. I am not speaking right. on that. Right. I'm literally talking about on the music, mogul, just, artist, businessman side of things. His, his life is very intertwined with the streets and exactly. the music. So I think all three are kind of like this one big mesh. And some way, somehow, he has to untangle all three. The streets, the music, and his his regular life. You get what I'm saying? Um, I know he's he's surrounded by a bunch of uh, family. You know what I'm saying? Brothers, cousins, you feel me, of that sort. I, I don't want to speak on whatever family issues he might be having, but I think he's starting to wise up and see you don't necessarily have to have everybody around or even everybody involved not even so much around right you know what i'm saying i mean i've learned that over yeah, the years that's what i was about to say it, as, it took as me we, longer than, than than how old he is right now right. so i mean he's still young 21 right. 22 i think us in our 30s our circle has gotten significantly yeah, smaller significantly. <laughs> than, than when we was in our 20s. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? We probably could have been seen on the block with 20 to 50 niggas at one point. I'm I'm guessing, yeah. I know when I was younger, it could be anywhere from 20 to 50 niggas on the block. You right. know what I'm saying? Especially in the hood. We spend weekends and weeks with just... Me and you. Right. <laughs> you feel me? And we have the yeah. best of time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think as we get older, we smarten up. We start pe peeping our moves. You right. feel me? There's no way, no need to waste energy where it's not needed. Exactly. I you just feel started me? just, you we, know, it's, it's just like <laughs> you start noticing that you go around those same places and those same peoples, just whatever. And everybody seems to be in the same right. place. It was like last Saturday and this Saturday, nothing has progressed any right. further. Right. Is it me or is it this place? Right. Is it these places? Is it right. is it this shit that we're doing? You know right. what I'm saying? And I think we are in a situation to where we are surrounded by a bunch of other people in our circle that are also or have similar goals. Like, I've progressed more by doing less. Right. Exactly right. Yeah. I spend I spend more time doing leisure shit at times right. than I would being out and about being mixy. Because, and because my you, business shit is doing better. Because, you know, what that allow us to do 
is think. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, it'd be so many times. Just be, just us two. You hit me like, yo, this just happened. Or I just thought of this. Or da 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 da. And I could be at work and I hit you like, bro, I just thought of this idea. Shit, you just came up with a show today <laughs> uh, about the fucking, um, we ain't gonna say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? And that's just us sitting around yeah. thinking and progressing towards our goals. You feel me? We are so much on a forward thinking pace right now that we tend to think before we obtain. You get what I'm saying? Like we're we're thinking of situations we could put ourselves in before we even put ourselves in the situation to make it to that situation. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it's like that's why we feel as though we're we don't have stagnant minds. We're thinking. You feel me? We're progressing. Whatever we doing, whether it's our regular work life, we are thinking of ways to progress in that. You feel me? We're thinking of ways to progress in what we're doing here. We're thinking of ways to progress in future moves that we can make. And you feel me? We're not stagnant. We might not be physically moving. You feel me? We might be sitting in the living room <laughs> 14 hours out of 24. But we got the vibe we going. Like, you we feel me? The sun is, sun is shining in. We got the vibes. You feel me? Good We're going to be coming back with the camera and all that soon. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Listen. I, I, I already know how how this setup is going to look. I, you know I, yeah, yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got another show, too. But it wasn't for us. Yeah. It was for fucking, I'm going to give you the name. It's called Mama's Cookie. <laughs> but it's not a cooking show. Yeah, and you know where I got yeah, it from. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. And I only said that because the background is the kitchen. We uh-huh. not we not in the trap no more, guys. Right, right. If you if you just tuning in, we was in the trap for maybe a year and some change, but we not in the trap. So we got a different setting to where now, with our progressive thinking, we think of different ideas with what we have. All right, well, we're going to get a burn notice and roll up and catch a vibe. Nigga <laughs> 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 said, all this talking, not enough smoking. Uh, at the same time, we're going to listen to this um, Attachments. Attachments? It's Pressa featuring Koi LeRae. Okay. Oh, and it's not just me. Then we're going to come back with Ask a Real One. Okay. All right. Let's go. It's a vibe. 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 I couldn't believe it. As soon as I bought my Cuban chain, she called me back. As soon as I saw her, my wrist, she got attached. And see on DC, see this glizzy got attachments. For all these bitch ass niggas that try circle back. Notice. 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 This is like dead and they don't post them on the gram. Say free my niggas, swing is not fall in the can. You see that cut and cut and shit, he wind up dead. Boy, play with me, we got clocks and B&Bs And there's a difference from a robber and a thief Taliban ain't do no drugs, but when he kill shit, he get geeked I knew that nigga was dead when he popped up on my feet My eyes are crippin', but lately they had to bleed See, uh, that clock right on my lap, not under the seat Free my nigga, he a nightmare, he a dream Hit the front print for my niggas, for the mail they won't see They got my nigga behind the wall And Crody killed so much shit that he had to find a law Shit done the law. Little bitch, I hit that beat and watch that shit just like a park. I'm little bro. Put him youngins in the car and tell him go. Rap the plug. If we can't get to him, rap his little bro. From the six, but I got 36 all in the brick. My OG, he's so goofy, he ain't know 
on my wrist, she got attached. And see on DC, see this glizzy got attachments for all these bitch ass niggas that try circle back. Slugger got hit up in the party, did a dance. Since I dead and they don't post them on the gram. Say free my niggas, swingers not fall in the can. You see that cut and cut and she Let's wind up there. Yeah, fuck the fate. Me and my niggas great. We gon' get this cake. Don't get forward. I just seen this man rp turn me up josh man one of the little dirks producers i just seen that on the gram during the break uh i don't want to speculate nothing i don't know how it happened i just seen a lot of rps and praying hands and stuff so man rp to that man turn me up josh yeah but yeah all right what we got next man um ask a real one ask a real one all right so uh jennifer says how much cyber stalking do men do pre-date? Pre-date? Yeah, she said, just did a deep dive on someone. I feel like some kind of psycho. I just wanted to check if their other photos matched up or if they had any weird political views, but now I feel a little guilty. Are you guys doing the same? Oh, we're not checking for the political views. But I'm doing hella cyber stalking. We are looking through every Everything. motherfucking picture <laughs> that you got posted up on that motherfucking Instagram. We looking for different angles of the ass. Yeah. We looking to see if the titties sit up a certain uh, way. We looking to see, all right, she got a bathing suit on. How do you put all together right, a timeline of your, pre- <laughs> of your previous six months? You we know need what I'm to see if she got a nigga who she be chilling with. Right. If, she, if it's not her nigga, we need to see what nigga she cool with. You know, bitches got homies and all that type of shit. Or, or the arm in the, in the picture I need to see if that's the same arm The same arm or, or, or. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever seen when they post the food And then you feel me You don't know who they be out to eat uh, with yeah. Nigga I be trying to turn the phone a certain <laughs> angle And shit like who the fuck sitting across the table I be all uh-huh. up there I ain't looking for no political views You know, I'm looking for everything else like, like, like listen listen I know that if women are looking up My occupation more times than less it's to see if i am worth your time Mm. and hey i mean hey it's your world i'm not gonna say anything wrong with that right but i'm telling you right now if i'm looking up your occupation it's not because i want your money it's because i want to see if your vacations <laughs> match your occupation. You know what I'm saying? I need to see if your vacation. <laughs> I don't think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, funny. listen. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You find out where she work at, right? You know what I'm saying? And then you go look through the gram. Right. Now, if she's stamping passports all over the globe and shit, 
but the paycheck don't match up to that many trips and shit, right. then you know what you know. Now, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that. It's just, just about knowing before you go into it. That's funny. So I, I think agree. the answer is a consensus. Yes, we do uh, cyber stalk. Yeah. It's yeah. not just y'all women. We do it. We do it too. No, I definitely look for, uh, okay, let's see what type of posts or comments she'd be posting or how she sound or what type of tone she take when she talk. You feel me? I'll be looking at little stuff like that. How many mutual friends do we have? And oh, yeah, then, I definitely look at And that. if my man's is one, yeah. how many of your pictures yeah. did he like? Yeah. What are the comments like? What are the comments like? Out of them? I got a you funny story about that, bro. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> uh, with me and Jay the Great, man. We... We we are some of the two funniest people ever. Our relation not not relationship, but our friendship is one of the funniest things ever. I could hit him on some shit and I could hit him with some shit and know his response and be laughing about his response before he even say the shit. You feel me? So I'll be I could text him knowing what he about to say back and be laughing the whole time while he texting me back. <laughs> Y'all should see him concentrating, rolling his back, boy. <laughs> I mean, he biting the lip and everything. All right, so next question. <laughs> next, ask a real one. Is, ask a real one. Um, how do you deal with feeling you'll never be good enough for a girl? All right, so this dude says. You, it says it all really. I'm 23 mm-hmm. at university in the UK and generally just feel unlovable. I'm not a total loser. I go to the gym. I've played in bands and stuff. I just never seem to have, um, women just never seem to have any interest in me whatsoever. Is there something I might be doing wrong? No. And bro, I'm going to tell you like this. Women are not what you, what is all cracked up to be. (laughs) So please do not get down on yourself for thinking you're not good enough for a woman. You feel me? Woman, women are very helpful in having and very uh what's the word i'm looking for if you could get a woman be thankful if she's beautiful be even more thankful if she's prosperous be even more thankful (laughs) but if you can't get one consider yourself lucky (laughs) 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 consider yourself lucky my brother because i say that to say this um you should never try to adjust yourself to please somebody else. You All should right. never try to belittle yourself to make somebody more grand or bigger. You get what I'm saying? If she's not accepting you for you, then she's not for you. So, my brother, just keep on searching, keep on looking. You are good enough. <laughs> okay. All right. That's what I'll say. Okay. I think that you should probably accept it and get over it. <laughs> but with that being said, it's okay to feel bad about it a little bit. It's okay. It's okay to be sad for a day or two or maybe a week if, if you're that guy. Uh-huh. Because the girl who you want, you'll never be good enough for her. Uh-huh. Fuck it realize that it's fair even though it seems it's not fair because you're the guy who some girl will never be good enough for 
Okay? Right. That is just how the world works. You know what I'm saying? You think it's just you, but you've ignored a bunch of girls that would love you the way that that, that you're talking about. Right. They're just not, they just don't look the way. So you want the ones that look the way you want them to look and to behave the way you want them to behave, mm-hmm. all to be wrapped up in one. Mm-hmm. And for that, you're gonna have to try a little bit harder mm-hmm. than playing in a fucking and, band but, and going to the gym. But I got a surprise. <laughs> I got a surprise. Yeah, yeah. It never happens that way. You're never <laughs> gonna get one that looks the way you want them to look and act the way you want them to act. To act. So you gotta choose so one. So you have to choose one, my brother. Yeah. If you want the looks, yeah. then you I might t- start. I tolerate bad behavior. I so. right. So. <laughs> If you want the looks, then yeah, you might be able to go pull something off. But don't be disappointed if she treats you the way she do, because certain things come with bad bitches <laughs> that you might not know about. But the search continues. <laughs> All right. All right. And for our third, ask a real one. Um, this is from Ashley. She says, Ben, uh-huh. do you exfoliate in the shower? Yeah, we exfoliate. Okay, she says... Um, what is exfoliating? She said, because I've recently started using exfoliating gloves, and it's an absolute game changer. My feel feels amazing after I get on it. Oh, no. Um, all right, so exfoliating is basically like, you know, removal of the dead skin cells from exfoliate. Let's, let's get the actual definition. Okay. Exfoliation involves the removal of the oldest dead skin cells on the skin's outermost surface. All right. Exfoliation is involved in all facials, microdermabrasion, da, 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 da. Okay. So okay. I knew that it was something like that. I just want to get the official definition before I answer. All right. Yes, but I'm mine is like a ghetto exfoliation. Okay? Mm. Here's a secret. I'm going to let you guys in on what I do. Been doing this since I was a kid. I knew it was something like exfoliating. I just didn't know it was that. All right. So look. <laughs> I take a shower, right? You know what I'm saying? While I'm in the shower, I get the shower going. I lather it all up, scrub it all down, get all nice and clean. You know what I'm saying? Rinse uh-huh. off the whole the whole nine. Uh-huh. Wash up, rinse off the whole nine. Uh-huh. Then when I, I turn the water off for a second, right? And I just let my skin air dry for a little bit, a couple minutes, like like maybe like a, a less than a minute, uh-huh. just enough for when you start rubbing it, the little rest of the dead skin cells start to come off of your skin if okay. you rub it hard enough, right? You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? So then when you do that, the skin will just feel softer underneath. Now. In my mind, I think that's what exfoliation is, yo. And if so, I got what exfoliation is. God damn it, <laughs> using a fucking washcloth. <laughs> no, that's like washing. That's washing. No, white people don't use washcloths. So to them, when they exfoliate, you feel me? That's what that is. She says she got the little wash gloves or whatever. Yeah. Nigga, if you got a washcloth in that motherfucker, yeah. that shit do the same thing as a wash a wash glove. Oh yeah. I use a washcloth first to wash and then I exfoliate. Nigga, that is ex- nigga, I go take a shower right now. My skin go, my skin go come out. <laughs> but white people don't use washcloths, son. All right, so maybe I, I, we don't. I, hold up. Before we leave this topic, I seen a video, right? They asked the girl, she said, do you wash your body when you take a shower? She said she gets in the shower. First thing she do, 
Oh no, she they asked her what are her steps of taking a shower. She says she gets in the shower. First thing she does is wash her hair. Then she washes the soap and stuff out her hair. Then gets out the shower. She said her body is clean because the soap and stuff that runs from her head, from washing <laughs> her hair, runs on her body and runs off her body. And she just rinses it off and how about the shower? Son, so <laughs> them using a washcloth is technically, technically them exfoliating. That's what they do. But we do the shit. Every time I can't get we, what you're we get in the shower. I get what you're saying now. All right. We, first and foremost, let me put this thing right there. We cannot, we cannot, um, are these views, these views expressed are those of the host and not, uh, well, and of the network. Yes, and of the network. Um, no, I want to know, white people, do you use washcloths? Please. No, this is not nothing racist. This is just difference in cultures. All so right. I want to know, is it true? Natural Do you use black showering clothes? habits is exfoliation. Right. Okay. <laughs> Ask a real one. And you <laughs> shall get the answer. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I That's what I was thought you was going to say. You, I thought you was leading At up. At first, I didn't know where you were going. No. And then I said, oh... That's why he keeps bringing up this washcloth. I'm wondering why the washcloth keeps going up. And then I'm wondering, does he say I take a white person shower? What the fuck is going on there? But dude, a white person shower, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I thought you were saying I've been doing this from a kid. I thought you was about to say I've been yeah. using a washcloth. I was like, damn, okay. But yeah, uh, all right. Ask a real one. All right. White people, please comment. Dating over 30. Oh, uh, here we go. I got the relationship advice. All right. You right here. Reversed catfished. Okay. Um, does anyone try to post unflattering photos to limit shallow matches? No. Um this person goes on to say a bunch of shit, but basically what I narrowed it down to is, have you ever posted a photo that wasn't your best to, <clears throat> to weed out people who are only looking for you at your best? No. Yeah. Nigga, I'm trying to attract the people <laughs> that want to see me, period. Right. So I'm posting the very best I can. But the concept of this Apparently, with this being a question that someone asked, it leading me to think that this is a thing. So, do you have you ever been reverse catfish? Meaning, have you ever seen a picture of someone? Like, let's say you've seen a picture of someone you met on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She looked all right in her pictures, all right mm -hmm. enough for you to holler. Mm -hmm. And then you seen her in person. Mm -hmm. You was like, whoa! I did not. Now it happened to me recently, to where. A girl, she was posting pictures, but it wasn't really no body pictures, I guess you could say. But I didn't really pay attention to it. You feel me? She, right. like, she had a decent face. She was pretty. Uh, and then when I seen her in person, and I seen her ass, and I, I was like, God damn. Like, I see why you don't post no body pictures, because niggas would be all on your shit if you did. Damn. Yeah. But I don't know if that's reverse catfish. Well, but. that's that's the thing. Like, like because the idea of catfishing to start with, right, mm -hmm. is that 
you're not supposed to know it's not that person. It's just like that show, The Circle, that you um, that you started watching. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like The Circle is basically professional catfishing. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you can catfish the group the best, you're gonna win some money at the end. I know who wins, so it's interesting to see how this person makes it to the end. I know who wins right. and how they pull it off. But anyways, the idea of catfishing you're not supposed to know. So reverse catfishing, I don't think we would know. So what I'm saying is that, do you think that she just happened to post more plain Jane pictures than than what she really looks like when you've seen her in person? Or do you think she posted those pictures on purpose because she knew she posted her bad bitch pictures, she would have mad niggas on her just because yeah, she looked good as more, fuck in the picture. Yeah, you know it's what I'm saying? probably more common in, in women because they probably attract enough attention just on a regular basis, on a regular day, posting regular pictures. So some women might feel like, man, if I was to post a sexy picture or something of the sort or start twerking in the camera, you feel me? Niggas would lose their mind. All right. This one, I'm going to have to read the whole one because it's fucked up and it's funny. And I have some good advice. I'm interested to see where you're going to go with this. But this woman who didn't want her name to be said, okay. 33 female, says, The sex is bad and I want out now. Oh, wow. How do I break it off with him? 40-year-old male, seven years older, without being a total asshole. She says, hi, I've been casually seeing this guy for seven weeks. Well, first and foremost, shouldn't be hard to break shit off and after a, a seven-week relationship, yeah, but I'll keep on going. Um, we, w- <laughs> we went on a bunch of dates, and we've had a lot of fun together. I already know the advice for this one. But we recently, recently started having sex, and it's just bad. We slept together three times now, and each time has been bad. Mm. He has a really difficult time keeping an erection. I've tried to be supportive, both physically, stopping intercourse for oral sex, hand stimulation, and verbally, I told him it's fine, I'm ashamed. I'm a very sexual person, and I'm pretty kinky. Even tried it, he's never thought of himself as very sexual. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think he's the right relationship for me. Right. Blah blah blah. She says, "Should I do it in person, mm-hmm. um, or over the phone? Mm-hmm. I don't, or when I do talk to him, do I think of saying I just don't have enough romantic chemistry, or should I tell him the truth?" Blah, blah. All right, listen, bitch. Oh my bad. I don't mean to call you bitch, <laughs> but listen, woman. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. Okay, manish. Listen, fair lady. <laughs> what well, would you would you call would you call Shorty that time? You called her uh, a Southern Belle. You in these uh <laughs> in these uh what'd you call it? Microaggressions. Look, this goes for all people, mm. not just you. Okay. First of all, seven weeks is a very short time for you to be thinking that anything like you shouldn't even be that attached to where you can't break up at this point. Right. But I'm going to ignore that and say that this is different for you. So if you didn't personally speak or teach or suggest to the person that you're fucking what you like to do. Then you can't really 100% blame them for being, in your opinion, bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, 
I, I'll give you an example. All right. Once upon a time, there was a girl and this guy who happened to be fucking her at the time mm. was bragging about how good that shit was. Well, in the middle of the story. Yes, I do. Hey, what's up? Um, you, I, I'm actually recording the episode right now. Who is that? <laughs> this hey, is friend. Jada. Hey, friend. Hey, Trey. What's hello. up? What's up? <laughs> no, ain't no hello. <laughs> Don't don't worry about it, Miss <laughs> Jada. I ain't even got nothing to say to you. All right, so this is what I um. So back to what I'm saying. So right. if you didn't personally teach this person, oh, so back to the story I was saying. Well, yeah, she. You know what, Jada? You are a prime <laughs> example for what we're talking about right now. Oh, Lord. So look, look. Oh, go ahead. I'm gonna go back to the story. What I was saying. So. So, dude, he's bragging about girl. He's smashing. He's talking about, yeah, pussy good as a motherfucker. Da 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 da. Blah blah blah. Later on, fast forward, right? Uh huh. I got a chance to get that one day, and mm. guess what? I wasn't as enthusiastic about it as he was. Right. I don't think that necessarily means that she was bad at sex. I just think that I did not instruct her what makes it good for me. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So this person, this <clears throat> woman who says she doesn't know she should break it off with this dude after seven weeks because the sex is bad, mm. but she's never said it was. Mm. I think she should just tell him like, fuck his ego up real quick okay, and let him know what to do. Okay. Because if you don't tell him what to do now, if you tell him what to do and he still can't do it, then that's a problem. But if you tell him what to do and he shows up like a fucking champ and nah, shit, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, then, then you should a nigga should know what to do with the pussy when he gets yo, that you shit, can't, dog. You can't, you can't. You shouldn't have to tell that nigga what to do. Yeah, point blank, point. Tell us, sis. It won't be right. Tell us, sis. Tell me again. If the shit ain't right the first time, it won't be a second. I should not have God to teach damn. no grown-ass man how to fuck. You grown as hell. You grown as <laughs> shit. Fuck wrong with you, boy. Okay. But listen, I got a very simple, very simple uh, suggestion for this problem. Okay. And uh, go Casper. Go Ghost. Don't don't <laughs> reply. Don't hit him back. Don't say shit. Uh, no, we can't fuck that no more. Too. Yeah, I, I bet you know. God damn it. It is a whole year later. I ain't trying to do that shit. Anyway, I feel like we need to have an episode about about this because Trey Trey is in his feces with me, and he needs to stop it. I need stop to. it, Trey. It's, it's a, it's, friend. It's a whole friend. it's a whole year later. I ain't saying shit. Oh yeah, we we gonna have to we gonna have to have the conversation. Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. I ain't saying nothing. Yeah, that's gonna make me buy the table and then and the chairs. We gonna set it up. All right, so no. All right, so no stupid questions. Um, I got some some not so stupid questions. Um, this one is from Peter. Peter says, "Why is lemon juice made with artificial flavor and dishwashing liquid made with real lemons?" That's a good fucking question. I don't have no answer. 
I have no answer, <laughs> but it's not. That's not a stupid question. That's a really smart question. Uh, hey, it's a good. I want question. to find out right now. Uh, it's a good question. All right. Oh, because lemon has real cleaning powers from the acids. You get what I'm saying? I guess they put the real lemon in there to help with the cleaning product. But to help with the cleaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it makes sense. Hey, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. If you put real lemon juice and a hundred, I mean, put a hundred percent lemon juice and lemon juice, then you just might as well squeeze the juice out of a lemon. All right. See, Trey has answered. <laughs> that question was not so stupid. All right. The next not so stupid question is from Taisha. And she says, why do we vote for politicians? Why not the actual policies? And she said a bunch of shit, but I narrowed it down to why don't we just get down to two or three different options for the policies and the people just vote on it? Because when the white people first founded America and made these rules, they made it to where they would have the power. And we can't vote on policies without politicians uh bringing up the policies and putting it in order and bringing it to Supreme Court and bringing it, the, the steps, we can't necessarily overpower the steps that need to be taken to suggest some of these policies. If that was the case, we would have been getting reparations and stimulus packages for, for slavery a long time ago. Right. <laughs> but <clears throat> we, as the people, have the power but they still have the rules, if that makes sense. All right. So um, last not so stupid question is why don't people in zombie movies wear protective material that can't be penetrated by teeth? So he goes on to say, whenever you watch a zombie movie, you know that the one thing that's common is that you cannot get bit. If you get bit by a zombie, you're mm. fucked. You mm. know what I'm saying? That's been in every... I've never really seen a zombie movie where you, you could get bit by the zombie and still be okay, right? I can't remember one. I mean, once they get you and bite you, then yeah. it's pretty much over. Yeah. So usually they always have to bite you. It's not like the zombies are super strong and rip you apart. They actually eat you, right? Right. All right. So why don't people... No, they do rip you apart as they eating you and stuff. Okay. Like so why don't people wear protective material? What material is going to protect you? Something that you can't bite. You gonna walk around wearing glass? Some type of like you know gear. The old the old Some metal shit that the, the medieval times. <laughs> nah, I'm what, pretty, what's the the old bulletproof vest? I'm pretty sure the military got some armadillo shit now. You know. Oh what yeah, saying? I mean they they gonna walk around with all metal suits when this shit happens. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, if you turn into a zombie, I'm trying. To tell you, don't come. From, I am your friend. All right. I'm trying to tell you. I don't got no. Material that you can't bite through. All right. All right well, <clears throat> speaking of zombies and shit, um, maybe it's just me, but we only believe aliens would probe us and study us and eat us and do all kinds of fucked up shit to us because that's what we would do to the aliens if, if it was the other way around. Oh, yeah. 
Like, 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 I mean, I'm not suggesting <clears throat> the aliens are real, but in every depiction of aliens, mm-hmm. there's aliens usually aren't friendly. Even when they are friendly, or they make it I mean, some sad story. Come, because they always come in here to take over the world. Right. So they are coming to destroy us. And with that happening, we have to destroy them. Right. But you're saying, what is the flip side? What if they coming to be our friends? Well, no, I'm just saying that the reason why the, in our brains we created aliens. And every time we, if we throw aliens in a story, we make them evil. Like you said, and they're coming in to take over and fuck us up. And that's why we have to kill them. Mm. But in our reality, we, it would be in our nature to take over the aliens and study them and do all the fucked up shit to them that we say they would do to us. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 They did it to black people. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, just think about it. You know what I'm saying? They experimented, studied, yeah. probed. That's, I mean, technically, I mean, it hasn't. We don't know, but they got all these different types of movies, and there's some truth to aliens and UFOs, and they are probably got like 50 of them motherfuckers already studied, and we already know how to destroy them when they come out here. You feel me? We probably already got the game plan together. Okay. Well, too bad Jade is not still on the phone to chime in on this one. But, um, listen, sometimes things have to be said. Mm-hmm. Line needs to be drawn. Mm-hmm. Tradition needs to be rewritten. Okay. Maybe it's just me. Mm-hmm. But women need to normalize viewing the toilet seat being left up as a sign that the toilet seat is clean Thank and has not you. been peed on. Listen. Or splashback. I have to put the splashback out there. Right. Let me explain this to you. Right. <laughs> Most of the time, when there is a wetness on the toilet seat, this is not because your man pissed on the toilet. Right. The reason why, if you've ever nagged him about pissing on the toilet seat, that he erupted the way he did, mm-hmm. is because you had the audacity to believe that he don't know how to aim it. So fucking dick. Okay? <laughs> you had the audacity to insinuate that he don't know how to aim his own fucking member. All right? Now. He called them members. All right. Now, you know what I'm saying? When you pee into water, I'm not a scientist, but there's a thing called liquid displacement. Okay? Mm-hmm. You piss into the toilet water. It splashes up sometimes. Right. But guess what? None of that matters because we lift the toilet seat up. Right. And we piss. Right. If we shall leave it up, this is a sign that you can just lay it down. Right. When you need to sit on it. Right. Why is this been such a huge argument for centuries? I don't know. What is the whole point of us leaving the toilet seat down for you. Because all women complain that when they wake up in the middle of the night and the toilet seat is up, that they fall in the toilet. That's your dumb ass fault for <laughs> exactly. not looking at where you're exactly. fucking sitting at. Exactly. <laughs> I've been saying this for years. Why can't we be the ones that have the toilet seat up? And y'all pull the shit down for us right, every time. Or right. pull it up for us because when y'all done using the toilet seat. Because if I did happen 
to want to go piss in the middle of the night, right? Right. And the toilet seat's down, right? Right. And I happen to piss a little bit on the toilet seat, right? Right. You would say, what the fuck you piss on the toilet seat for? Right. And if I were to say, oh, I wasn't looking at what I was pissing at. That would not be a good excuse right. for me. You know what I'm saying? So why is it a good excuse for you? Right. I don't know, man. But I think the toilet seat should be up. And I think this should be a good rule in the household. Leave the toilet seat up. I signed a petition today. <laughs> All right. We're going to listen to this. Um, Culture Jam, NBA Youngboy, Rod Wave. In a second, um, (laughs) after that Dodd commercial plays, uh, (laughs) everything is different. Then we're going to come back with the league, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. But it's not just me. Let's go. Ben. Notice. Notice. You've been burned. Diamonds dancing, new car automatic. I don't never panic. Think I need a challenge. And bitch, you been, I never change. Back then, I was broke. I asked for something, I ain't never handed. Now, bitch, I'm up. I book myself, and I don't need a man. Drop out, I was blowing a block out. I don't plan on coming down. And these niggas be scared. Drop their head when we come around. Post up with a hundred rounds. Rock out, never standing down. Not worried about a thing, cause I got money now. Cross by the ones I love, yeah. I don't know who I can trust. We confident. Everybody around me stars Me and Pliss inside my bank So every night I'm thanking God And I'm caught up in twilight Yeah, I can't take you far And it be too much on my mind I don't even know where I should start I tell them I'll be fine But deep inside I've been scarred I've had it hard times For all the time that was hard It been a bumpy ride I was thinking about putting the car in park Like freeze My heart been broken My shit frozen on zero degrees Just roll the dice Thinking I twice before crossing on me My arms is open for you, homie Whatever you need But my eyes is open for you Whoa, there I clearly can see They'll take your kindness for a weakness Keep your kindness, I don't need it I was blind but now I see it and I still love you, nigga, but I just ain't fucking with you. You know what it was, my nigga? Can't forgive you or forget you. And I came a long way from the trenches, got in my bag and got out my feelings. Nigga been grinding since the beginning. Even with my eyes closed, I'm winning. I just booked five shows for a million. I gotta keep my mind on big business. And I gotta keep my eyes on all these niggas, yeah. I don't trust these Cross niggas. Crossed by the ones yeah. I love, yeah. No, I don't know who I can trust. We confident, they don't know about us, yeah. Inside my bank, so every night I'm thanking God And I'm caught up in twilight, yeah, I can't take you far And I come from the block with killers post up every day, yeah Caught up with the cops and never break inside a cage, yeah. Invest inside them blocks and keep a cutter while I stay, yeah. And now my niggas thug and play, we shoot you in your face, yeah. I gotta calm down if I want this life, I live for the last I'm waking up with no regrets, I cannot hide from my past And I won't fall for anything but play, we busting your ass Jump in the whip without no license, hit the gas and go fast and I can't change if I wanted to Forgive me for the pain and everything that I put you through Been feeling my whole life, I'm at the point where I won't never lose I lay down and do life behind my gang, no, I won't never choose Cross by the ones I love, yeah I don't know who I can trust We confident down
I'll fuck with that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Alright, so the Golden State Warriors GM mm. is confident that they will re-sign Stephen Curry. Um, Steph Curry's never played for another franchise. Um, he it was finalist uh, for MVP. Um, also, there is um, Draymond Green, who who was in the in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, Clay Thompson <clears throat> um, should be coming back, possibly um, healthy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you think that Steph Curry will re-sign? with Golden State and stick it out for the remainder of his career? Or do you think he will try to jump to another team that will give him a better chance of getting back to a championship? I think Steph Curry is 70-30. 70% chance on resigning and 30% chance on only going to one other place. Okay, well, I I had well see I think we have two different one other place destinations. I think we have two different places. And 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 I think I know where you think his other destination should be. You go first. If Steph Curry leaves the Golden State Warriors, then Steph Curry leaves the Western Conference. I knew it. And where do he go in the Eastern Conference? He goes to the New York Knicks. I knew you was going to say that. And that's and that's why I say he goes to the Lakers. He's playing for chips at this point. Right? And even though we won last year, even though we are projected to at least make it to the finals this year. We always been a piece away. You know what I'm saying? We have LeBron and AD, but with the Nets having three superstars and something like five all-stars that was all-stars before and whatever, we needed Steph Curry. And if you pay attention to LeBron, I've been paying attention to him all the time. But he gives subtle hints every now and then. For example, before they, or before he announced that he was going back to Cleveland when he was still in Miami, All-Star break, Kyrie Irving won All-Star MVP. And if you pay attention, LeBron was kind of like, uh, feeding him and egging him on and when Kyrie Irving he went to go hold it up like this and LeBron was like hold hold it up you feel me like hold it up made him hold it above his head so me seeing that I'm like oh he fuck with Kyrie Kyrie in in Cleveland he going back to Cleveland this past all-star break or even when AD was supposed to come AD you feel me what happened all-star break I mean AD got a a little more than usual uh, uh, contact and relationship. And what happened? AD came in. So this past All-Star break, what happens? He, he takes Steph Curry first during the draft. Him and Steph Curry is giggling and having fun. He just recently big up Steph Curry saying he was the best player this year. He's the MVP. You feel me? Whatever, whatever. LeBron has been making little subtle hints 
into playing <laughs> into Steph Curry. And if you know LeBron like I know LeBron, he done had a conversation or two or three with Steph, right? And it only makes sense for him to come to L.A. since he's only right there in Golden State. It's not that big of a move for the family. Maybe Aisha could benefit from being. You could always benefit from being in LA as a cook. <laughs> Aisha, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So, Steph Curry to the Lakers. All right, I'm for it. Our picks are in. I'm saying the Knicks. I'm saying the Lakers. <clears throat> but now, let me give a couple of Knicks arguments because I just said the Knicks. So let me give a couple of my backing points. Okay. Backing points are this. The experiment in Brooklyn is just that. That's not a future dynasty. That's not like the setup for the future of the Brooklyn Nets. That's a, if they do not win a chance, it's not about making it to the finals. They have to win the championship this year or next year. Right. If they don't win the championship this year, question marks are going to happen in the minds of the superstars. If they do not win the championship this year or next year, Kevin Durant doesn't stay there. He does what he's been doing the past couple of years. He's going to find the next bright spot to go to to get that other ring. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Kyrie, we don't know. That's not a joke. We just don't know what Kyrie would, might do. James <laughs> Harden, um, we know that James Harden would likely stay there in Brooklyn and retire there. He would stay there in Brooklyn and just hoop it out because he's done that before. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's done that before. He can just hoop or, it out. Or do he just hoop it out because he's tired of just hooping it out? Yeah. So do we don't he know. he go ring chasing? But in the Eastern Conference, add Steph Curry to that Knicks team mm. right now, and the Knicks are looking at going deep into the playoffs in the East. Mm -hmm. But now, do he want to ring? And there was rumors of Steph Curry possibly going to the Knicks before mm -hmm. before there was an extension with Golden State. Mm -hmm. That was one of the only places that he would have gone. Mm -hmm. But financially at that time, New York couldn't have made it work. But for these reasons... No, no, New York had the money then. They didn't have everything else. They didn't have the, the front office. They didn't have uh, 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 the future players or you feel me they didn't have all of that <clears throat> and who's not going to take 50 million a year you feel me yeah like, and think about it and my other thing is that and, and, and this is something that people will say well no one pays attention to that well maybe they do because i do all right lebron before he got his ring in la he got most of his rings marching straight to the Eastern Conference Finals, mm. slicing through the Eastern Conference, you know what I'm saying, mm. as an elite player like that. Right. Now, as soon as LeBron went to the Western Conference, I told people, someone elite is going to be smart enough to move to the East because LeBron's out of the way now. Right. At least you can get to the NBA Finals. Now you have a chance to win it. Right. And what did Kawhi do? He went to the East left from San Antonio where you couldn't get past the, the, the tough West anymore, went to the East, marched his ass straight to a championship, right? Mm, not March. But yeah. 
Steph Curry has bounce. gotten rings over there in the West, yes. Right. And Kevin Durant got a ring with him too over there. Mm-hmm. But what did Kevin Durant do when he left from Golden State? He marched his ass on over to the East because it was a clear path. Just him and Kyrie before before James Harden came in the picture, it mm-hmm. was a clear path to the Eastern Conference Finals. Everyone said that. Even when when Kevin Durant wasn't healthy yet. Just knowing that one day he would be healthy, and if he was um, the, the a shell of himself again, if he was himself again, mm-hmm. and if Kyrie did this, then they would go to the finals. We've been saying that for two years. Mm-hmm. We would say the same thing with this this Julius Randle, no, and Steph Curry, no, 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 and whatever else they could put together there because they have money in New York. No, they don't have that much money. He would want almost 40. Julius Randle, I think, coming up on contract. And they would have to give up some pieces. I think they are good building where they are. They are still building. Steph went even if he goes to the East, I don't see him going to a building team. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Not because they can do a quick build. A quick build meaning that maybe they don't do the Julius Randle thing. Maybe they take that money and they go after a mother. Max, I mean, I don't have the the free agents in front of me, so I don't right. know who. I you mean, I, 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 no, I, I, if he goes to the East, I would guess something like Philly or something okay. or that sort. But why go to the East? Because them three is together for a couple of years. They all signed for a couple of years. Remember, Kevin Durant, he was traded, not bought out. Kevin Durant, I think, has two and an option. I think he has yeah, an option. After he's going to pick that. That's three. Kyrie has two and an option, I think. And I think uh, uh, James Harden has one more year. Well, he picks up that option if they win a championship. If they don't win one in the first two, he's not staying there they, for the third. They, if they have the option of staying together, them three, and dominate for at least three years, they're going to stay. So for Steph to go to the East, that is almost – Definite that all right. You got to go through first Boston, up and coming Boston, up and coming New York, and Philly. That's four teams, three teams right there. In the West, you might have the Clippers if they stay together this off season. Because I think Kawhi, the, the Clippers are a non-factor. If Kawhi leaves, or they're stay. a non-factor with Kawhi. Nah, because they. I saw Kawhi drop forty-one. To no avail. Yeah. And they just tied the series up 2-2. So, you never... And held Luka to 19 last night. So, nah, you know, they, they, they are a question. I'm not saying it's a definite. They held Luka to 19 one time. They got they got away with that. Luka will not be held to 19 again. But I think right now him joining the Lakers in the West would be an easier path to him. I would love for that to happen. I'm a Laker fan. Any other team in the East that has to face the Brooklyn... Nice. I okay. I get what you're saying. I see, it would be a great story for him to go to New York and open that market all the way back up again. Now you got big time stuff in New York and all the billboards and the commercials, and it would be very lovely. It would be very lovely for him to go to L.A. Right. But the Steph story only fits if he stays in Golden State. All right. If he has the Kobe career in Golden State. Well, the G League Ignite 
is already stacking um, the roster for next season. I love this situation. Um, G League Ignite, they had their inaugural season last season, um, and they are like a basically a select team that is a, an active team in the G League, mm-hmm. but they also play different exhibitions outside of the regular season of the G League. Right. And this team is particularly designed for players who are preparing themselves for the NBA draft. So right. this is for top recruits to go to um, their option instead of going to college. So this is not like they're being drafted to the G League. I mean, drafted right. to a team and then being sent down to the G League. Right. They're on a select team that plays against those other G league teams, but then they also play different exhibitions. So Jalen green and Jonathan Kuminga are projected to be both drafted and possibly the top five of next year's draft. They are in the G league ignite currently right now, killing it. Um, Jonathan Kuminga actually passed up on a full ride to Duke Mm. to go to the G league ignite. Yeah. Um, Sterling Scoot Henderson, the number seven prospect in the 2022 recruiting class, has signed with the Ignite program. Um, he is Especially a high school junior. Money. If they making money, yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah. He's the first high school junior to commit to the program. So he um, will, due to his age, this is the first player who signed who's not draft eligible until the following year. Right. So he's going to play for two years in the Ignite League. And, and make, then go and into make the draft. Two hundred and fifty thousand, then get drafted and make millions. Mm-hmm. I don't think, especially these, if you have the talent, I don't think too many people is going to choose to go to college and waste money instead of making money. Because you, any college player could tell you they went to college and there was these big, big college stars and they was broke. You feel me? They was eating oodles and noodles in okay. the rooms and stuff like that. So he's considered to be a top three prospect along with Imani Bates and Jalen Duran. Um, But he's going to go and play in the Ignite League instead of going to college. Um, 18-year-old college forward, I mean, Chinese forward Fanbo Zhang, who previously committed to play for Gonzaga, is also going to be going into the Ignite League. So that shit's crazy. Yeah, this is looking like the new thing, man. Especially... Now social media is out there. Now everybody's flaunting their money, and you gotta have certain shoes, and you gotta have certain gear, and you gotta look a certain way. So yeah, that probably plays a lot into kids skipping college and looking a certain way, and going to play technically professional basketball. Yeah, and, and mind money. you, this is not just for any high school kid to skip college because you should be looking at college as a tool and not just something in the way we're talking about the top of the top recruits in the country who are going to be one and dones in college anyways, rather than them be a one and done playing in college systems against college caliber players. Why don't they go into a, a, a a situation where they can spend a year Working on polishing their professional game. Right. And this eliminates uh, the worry of having players uh, 
uneligible because of receiving money or receiving gifts or receiving right. you feel me just trying to survive you feel me if you take a a free hoagie sandwich from the from the shop you feel me that's considered uh something you're not supposed to do by the ncaa and you could possibly be you feel me deemed ineligible for that season for receiving whatever type of gift or whatever so right. kids is choosing a different route man shout out to the nba for making these type of moves honestly i feel like 2k should do this for 2k 22 i've been i've been thinking this you know what i'm saying you know me <laughs> and my marketing mind and shit yo you know what i'm saying put the, like, the g league at night and put these kids on there well but, they need to give the my player well, first, of my player, they need to give oh, me the oh, option, the, the yeah, option yeah, of, of choosing that. a different path. Like you can either go overseas, you can go into the G League, or you could choose college. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or you know what I'm saying? Like, like now, Ronnie, if you use this idea and we see it, we see it on 2K22, and you haven't spoke to my man's, we are gonna have a problem because this is documented. Today is May 31st, 2021, and he just mentioned it, mm-hmm. mentioned it. And if we see this without any reparations, <laughs> we will have a problem in court, sir. Just had to put the uh, the, the 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 warning out there. All right. Because you know we a little little uh, a, little a little psychic. psychic. Yeah. <laughs> but that looks about it, man. All right, we out of here. And that's it. All right. Okay.